What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Misadventureland Games Show. I'm Bobby Shortle, and I'm here with Justin Townsend. Hello. How are you doing today, Justin? I'm doing okay. I love being stressed. It gives mm. me power. These quick turnarounds when we have to flip who's running the stream is always just the best. But we're here now. There are video games to talk about. I'm excited to talk about them. I know that everybody else is excited to talk about them. I know Mark is excited to talk about his next-gen console experience. Let's level set. You've got a PS5. I've got a, a PS5, PS5 and an Xbox Series X. So we have the full breadth between us of, of, of the consoles um, mm -hmm. to talk about. Also got a new iPhone. We want to talk about that, too. You're just uh, rolling in it. I'm just rolling in new technology. Um, and uh, we, uh, we both have been able to put... A good amount of time into the PS5, um, mostly to be fair, playing games that we could have played on the PS4. <laughs> Most of our hours have been spent yeah. playing those games, but we have spent some time playing some PS5 games. And I um, put some, you know, probably a couple of nights into the Series X before um, PS5 came out. So uh, we we can talk about everything. Um, Justin, what do you want? We want to kick off talking about the boxes themselves. Yeah, I think that's the important thing that we should talk about. Okay, so the Groon, I also can't wait for Bobby versus Demon Souls, though where my internet's going, I don't know when that's going to happen. <laughs> so we'll have to see. Um, might be recorded videos for that one. Uh, but anyway, um, let's talk about the boxes. Uh, the PlayStation 5, start with the PlayStation 5 cause, since we both have it. And then you can mm. ask me questions about the Series X it, um, if, if, you, if you have questions. Um, All righty. First of all, now that you actually have it in your hands and in your entertainment center, how do you feel about the, the, the physical box itself? I like it. It's weird looking. Uh, I will never forget watching that stream with you in July where they showed that thing and the both of us were like, what the fuck? Uh, mm. But I mean, it's grown on me over, over time in pictures, uh, but I actually think it, it's, it's neat looking. It doesn't look like anything else, and I guess, I guess it has that going for it. But honestly, now that it's underneath my TV, and I, I just like turn back to look at it, I don't even really notice it that much. Like, it's fine. It's different looking, and that's cool. But it's fine. It's totally fine. I was not prepared, even after watching all the videos and seeing all the comparison shots and seeing all the memes. For just how big it actually was, it actually was. It's beefy. It because it's a, it's a beefy boy. It's a beefy boy. Um, it. Hello, Cody. Welcome, Luke Goblin. Welcome. Um, yeah. Move your move the cursor, Justin, because it's yeah. there's like a cursor on my on my. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I was I was typing to Cody. <laughs> just um, this right there. So, um, I, uh, was not prepared for how big it actually was. It is a very, it's, it is so tall. It is like, it is a very tall piece of kit. Um, especially because I had just two days before opened up the series X 
right? And the Series X is like essentially a cinder block of a gaming console. It is, it is this, you know, this big, thick, heavy rectangle that you like put underneath thick. your TV. Um, but it is, it, it is so it's densely packed, so it fits like pretty easily within like uh, my entertainment center. The the PS5 I had to literally. So the PS5, if you stand, if you stand, if you were standing it up, Justin, you know the top of the PS5. Yeah. Um, it's sticking out of my entertainment center. The top, like I, I like it, it's, it's ass in, top out. So I have to like, I have, I can barely like put anything in the USB ports, um, because the USB ports are jutted up against, like, my uh, the sides of my little like cubed entertainment. That's Center. an unfortunate way to put a console. It's very unfortunate. Thank God I don't have to put a disc in the thing because that would be nigh impossible. Yeah, we both do. have the discless version. Yeah. I could literally like lay it like catty corner <laughs> from one side to the other. But I don't think that's what they want yeah, you to do. That's probably not what they want. No. Um, uh, the real issue is like I, I could probably put it like I have also like the top of my entertainment center is like jut it up right out like my tv is like less than an inch above where my entertainment center is like mounted on the wall so i don't i don't have room like on top of it to put anything on there so uh i would have to put it i have like a thing on the side i could put it on but i have all like i have because of we're doing this i have like wires run like an hdmi cable run that like goes like exactly that spot so i can like unplug one and plug the other in so i can go to my capture card i've got a ethernet cable run from the like the the pod i have in here over to there which i probably don't necessarily need as much anymore because i think the the wi-fi chip is way better it Um, is way better uh in this console so i could probably unhook it but it was inconvenient whereas the xbox literally justin i didn't i just I literally unplugged the HDMI cable from the back of my Xbox One S, unplugged the like the power cable from the back of the Xbox One S, and just put like the Xbox Series X in and in plugged both those things in and it just worked. So uh that was nice and easy. Um nice. Um good one, Mark. It's time to think outside the box for the entertainment center. Uh I also need it for a lot of storage, so that's the other problem. But um, um Cody says, I can't tell if I haven't seen Justin in a while or he just looks a million times different. He saw me two weeks ago. We did a podcast two weeks ago. He did. Secret. Cody's secret. He didn't watch that podcast. Um, uh, he looks well, the same to fault. me. I'm still just as handsome. He looks the same to me. Um, anyway, uh, so the phys- that's the physical boxes themselves. Uh, Justin, how do you feel about the PS5's um, UI? The UI is something. It's uh, I I like parts of it a lot, and other parts of it I am a little bit frustrated with. Uh, we have a question about what we would like to change or what our frustrations are that we'll get into later. But mm-hmm. I think it's a nice looking UI. It's snappy. It's responsive. Um, I can see how much system storage I'm running out of in real time instead of having to wait for it to generate, which is nice. But Mm -hmm. I think the store is neat. I like how it's embedded in the actual UI instead of opening an app. Uh, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I I think it's fine. Like 
you and I have this like weird thing with the UIs. It's like, ooh, I, I see the box, but show me the UI. That's what I'm really interested in. And I think it's fine. I think it needs to evolve a little bit over time, which I'm sure that it will. Uh, yeah. Because it is, parts of it are just the PS4 UI with a new coat of paint slapped over it. And mm -hmm. some fancy screens on top. But when you start digging down, it's very reminiscent to some some of the PS4 UI. But yeah, some things have to change. But I overall like the look and the feel. I'm getting used to it. I like a lot of yeah, the sounds. I mean, there are things that I like about it and things that I don't as far as the UI goes. I think that, I mean, for both consoles, I think the snappiness is really great. You know, like when I'm playing Call of Duty now, it doesn't like when I hit the PS button, it doesn't like destroy my system to go out to the, you know, the other. Um, oh, I haven't tried that yet. That's the real test. It, it, yeah, go back out to the menu. I think that in or in I think in service of trying to I think condense like that big bar of PS4 options like above you know the that was on the PS4 that was above your game library then now it's like this game bar that pops up um, below when you hit the PS button uh, I think they've made things a little bit more obtuse you know I, I think that um, like in order to look at your friends list you have to like click in it's like multiple button presses deep now in that like game stack or whatever they call it game um, center or game, game bar. Center, whatever whatever it's called and the same thing with parties it, it, it's it's like contained within that thing and i wish that there was an option to spread those things out because there is an option when you hit like options when you're in the game bar area, it's like oh you can customize what you have on here and you i can like I can like see the party icon on there, but it's grayed out. It won't let me pick it as an option to put like into the the game bar, um, which I just I don't understand like at all. Um, and the other part of it is so that's a really my biggest issue is, is clicking down into things like it, it's it's a little inconvenient. It, it's also that way with like some of the stuff is just like I'm just just doing certain things a certain way on the PS4 and you can't do that stuff on the PS5. Right. So when you hold down the PS button now, it just drops you into like it brings you back to the main like screen of the of the UI instead of bringing up like that short menu. That's like, hey, what do you want to do? Do you want to like turn your console off? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? Um, for that, you have to you have to scroll over to the power thing and then do that. Just like things that are, that are slightly less intuitive, I feel like than totally. th than the PS4 was. Um, trophies are the same thing like you you have to like oh god you have to dig in like for me it seems I, I i haven't been able to find a full trophy list unless i go i click on the i, go, I scroll over to the icon of the game in my like library bar and then under and then there'll be a little icon that pops up on the side that says like oh view all trophies um for this one game i couldn't find them so i literally had to click on a trophy that i got and it said then view view trophies for this game but i can't yeah i couldn't figure out where my actual trophies were Right. So like, too tired looking for it, but it wasn't easy to find. No. So stuff like that, I just feel like is. I, I, I feel like you mentioned something, Justin, you and I were talking about like the video apps that are on the console, right? Like PS4, PS5 has like six or seven video apps. And a lot of them are ones that you would, you know, you, you would want that you would use. Right. But they don't have stuff like, HBO Max was on was on PS4. It's not on PS5. You know, 
stuff like that is just it's baffling it's just, like, it's just weird like why are we starting back over oh andy is here welcome andy why are we starting back over with these elements you know why why are we taking away elements just to add them back in i i, I don't understand why that is um so for that that stuff to me is like disappointing just on a feature set level um especially because like you said justin as different as it looks kind of on the surface, it is very much the PS4 like system architecture and system UI just with like a fresh coat of paint kind of like yeah. slapped on, on top of it. Um, so that stuff, that stuff I, I, I don't, I don't love. Um, I, I'm sure some of it will, will become more second nature once we use the console a lot, but a good, to me, a good UI is one that the things that you want to do are are somewhat intuitive right it's like okay like i want to do this so oh i think probably i should do this and then usually that's the right answer you know yeah. and when that's not the right answer it, it, it's kind of frustrating um and and i think um i i think you know talking about the xbox really quickly about their ui it's just it's the same ui that's in the xbox one right now um it's been it's really really fast really 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 fast um it's not my favorite UI in the world, but it works really well. And they've, they've implemented enough changes over time that now I think it functions very well. Like you don't have to go through multiple steps to find all your games. You don't, they now have like, when you hit the Xbox button, not only have like the standard options you had originally, but there's like a bar at the bottom now that gives you like all the other options you'd want sort of the same as you do when you, you help use to hold down the PS button. So I love that. And also it's the nice thing about the UI transferring over is you don't lose any features, right? We, there's no features lost between the Xbox one and the yeah. Xbox series X at it's all. Snappy. It's, I mean, it's very snappy. That's the main it, thing that I take away from these consoles so far is they're snappy, very snappy UI. Um, and then, well, I mean, we'll, we can talk about the way they load into games and, you know, loading screens and whatnot, but the speed of the consoles is definitely noticeable. Yeah, for sure. Um, and the one of the things I'll say is just, it's just from a, from a usability standpoint, the two consoles couldn't take a more different approach to how they handle like backwards compatible, um, or, or games that are on both, both consoles, I should say like PS4, PS5 and Xbox one, Xbox series X, Xbox series X, literally, if there is an Xbox series X version of the game, it's smart delivery takes over and it's like, this is the version of the game that you're going to play. Like you, you, you don't have the option to download like the other version of the game. You can't keep it run. It, it just, it just replace. It just, you open it and it goes, Hey, like there's an update for this game. We're going to make it better. And then you go, okay. And you just do it. Whereas on the PS five, I literally had to stop the console from downloading both versions of miles Morales and call of duty black ops uh cold war it was like oh you want to download this? so let's i'm gonna download both versions of both games and i was like why why would you why do would this? why would they why i like you know when they talked about smart delivery i was like that's neat but like not really necessary but neat and now i see it's like oh no you could have this was easy to mess up apparently because sony messed yeah. it up mm -hmm. like and i get why like maybe you want to look at the ps4 version for some reason if you're a games journalist or you want to roll back maybe and get a 
pat no you see you can't even do that because it's you know like i was gonna say like maybe get back get a patch i guess you could download the ps4 version and like not have a patch go on somehow maybe i'm not sure but yeah it's smart delivery just is a much smarter idea and so much more consumer friendly because yeah i also had to stop both versions of those games from downloading and you might be on the ps5 and have deleted the wrong one and you're playing a ps4 version of a ps5 game yeah it's easy to do yeah um and call of duty specifically keeps doing this weird thing where like it'll have like i might when i turn the system back on it'll have like the download arrow next to call of duty and i'll scroll over to and i'll say download and i'm like and i have to so basically on the screen there is like the there's a big play button uh, when you scroll over something and next to it is like you know the little like three dots that says like oh there are more options here and if you click on that button it, it lists all the versions of the game so it will it'll have like the beta and the alpha if you were part of the beta and the alpha and it will also have the ps4 version and the ps5 version whatever version you have selected at the time won't be on that list because obviously it's the one that's ready to play so i'll click on that three buttons and the ps5 version will be there because for some reason it is defaulting to the PS4 version of the game for my system saying like, oh, this is the one you want to play, right? It's a bit like, like, again, we don't know what COVID did to studio, you know, the studio is trying to or, or Sony trying to make this thing. But yeah, it, it needs it needs some ironing out. There's some kinks in there that definitely need ironing out. But I think yes. the overall layout of the UI is an improvement. And I didn't think there could be an improvement of it. I like it. Yeah, no, I, I don't hate it. And again, I'm just I'm kind of going this kind of is answering kind of Meg's question yeah. when she asked on on Discord. She asked, you know, um, what what are the things that could be better, you know, about about the console? Um, things that we want to change. And it's most of my qualms are really in these, in this area on, in the PS five, especially particularly is like the, the UI stuff. And we're talking about the UI. So I want, I want kind of wise to get that stuff out there. Um, but, uh, yeah, so the, 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 that's the kind of stuff. And I don't want to act like I'm over, I'm overly negative on the console cause I'm really, really not. Um, but I just, th- those are things that, that have kind of been, I guess, a little bothersome to me. One of the cool things though, I will say just before we go out is that, just think about Justin six, seven years ago when PS4 and Xbox One came out. And like, if you had friends or anything that weren't ready to take that leap or their consoles were taking a long time to arrive via shipping, let's say, um, and you wanted to play games, you were sort of completely cut off, right? It's like, yeah. if you had a PS3 and I had a PS4, though we couldn't be in a party together. We couldn't talk together we couldn't play the same game with each other you know um now fast forward to now and you like you and me are and cody are in a party with what we have ps5s and we're in a party with mark and andy who don't have their ps5s um but the party system works totally fine and we're also playing call of duty modern warfare we're playing apex legends or whatever these games you know uh, and 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 it's something that is great that it's there. And I, I feel like it should, it, we were kind of, before these came out, we kind of were like, this stuff better be here. But it, it, in practice, it's very cool uh, to be able to keep sort of like our group together, even though we're not playing on the same console. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's, let's talk about, let well, let's talk about the controller. 
on the PS5. I think we, if we're going to talk about the controller, I think we have to talk about Astrobot with it. Yeah, let's talk about it because Astrobot is essentially like a game slash tech demo for that controller. It uses like every part of the controller, um, and to to I think great effect. So, Justin, what do you think of the controller? And I mean, you can bring in your ideas about Astrobot as well when you're talking about the different features of the controller. As so, well. as you had mentioned earlier, the first night I had my PS5, I played Apex Legends all night. And mm. the second night I had my PS5, I only played Apex Legends. And I, uh, I thought the controller was fine. If, you know, it, it wasn't used to the tension of the sticks. It, it feels good. It feels solid. Um, I ended up getting my controller like three weeks ago. Uh, so mm. I've been sitting here holding it, wishing I could play with it. But yeah, like I've been, uh, I thought, I think it feels good. It feels solid. The weight, it, it feels like it has good weight distribution. Um, and then when I was playing, I was like, yeah, it feels good. You know, the rumble feels like rumble. You know, I, I know everyone was hyping up the way that this thing has this like special, you know, ability to let out cool rumbles, uh, in certain types of games. But in Apex Legends, I really wasn't feeling it. Uh, and then I played Astrobot and everything changed. <laughs> so the controller has, what are they calling it? Adaptive rumble or... I don't know, but you said cool rumbles, which is like the greatest phrase I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm known for good phrasing. Got so, those cool rumbles, those baby. Those cool rumbles. Anyway, <laughs> so normally with rumble, it, the controller just rumbles in your hands. And mm -hmm. Nintendo was trying to do HD rumble when the Switch came out. And where you'd be able to really feel like if, they, if you were like grabbing the Switch and like and moving the Switch like left or right. And there was, they would say, like, there was marbles inside of that, of the Joy-Con. You would be able to count how many marbles there were by the way that, that it was rumbling. And that was, like, a neat little idea, but not really taken anywhere. So Sony was like, well, we could do, we could do something with that. We can run with it. So the controller itself has these cool rumbles in it that uh, will really change the way the controller feels. And it's almost like one of these things that you have to feel to believe. Because you're like, no, nah, it's just going to be rumble. But when you have the, like, when you're playing Astro's Playroom, immediately off the title screen, the, the little dude runs across the words Astro's Playroom. And as he's doing that, he's jumping from letter to letter, and there's a microphone in the controller, so there's sounds coming out of it, but it's like a good sound. It's not like the PS4 microphone, which was one of the most, worst mic microphones I've ever heard in a controller. Oh, it in was, the control, the one in yeah, the controller? The, the one in the controller yeah, yeah. that was just terrible. Oh my god, I muted it for every game. But with this, it's got like this nice, clear little sound, the little beeps and boops that he's making. And as he's jumping from letter to letter, you feel the metal in your hands as he's hitting it, which is like really hard to describe. But then yeah. you immediately start the game and it puts this like DualSense controller built up on the screen. And as it's building up with these voxels, you feel it rising through the controller and you're like, well, that's really cool. The triggers have this forced feedback. And so like, they're like, okay, plus left trigger, right trigger. And it's like stopping your finger from doing it until you have to give mm -hmm. it like a good amount of oomph to push it down. Yeah. You start the game and you're on a beach level. And so what I'll say about it is every level in that game, and we'll, we'll talk about the game in a second, but every level in that game has you on a, like kind of like a different surface. You could be on sand, you could be on snow, you could be on ice, you could be on metal, you could be on wood. And the feeling of walking that character over those surfaces all feel different. 
I'll take ice as the example. So with ice, he's ice skating on the ice. And there is just this very low line, constant, almost like noise. If you could just take, like, imagine the sounds uh, of an ice skater skating on ice. You know what that sounds like when the skate is just sliding along the ice. But imagine that in almost like just a very low rumble, just constant. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's shaking your hands, but the controller is vibrating in a way that you can feel the sounds. And yeah. it is fucking awesome <laughs> uh and so yeah i i say cool rumbles but like i it's it's almost like i don't know how to describe it like how do you describe the feeling of sands or grit or right. the hollowness of uh, a piece of metal like it, it's very hard to describe the way the controller reacts to it but when you feel it in your hands you're like no this feels right like mm-hmm. if the sand is blowing up in your face in in one part of the game, the controller is constantly making it feel like there's like grit happening in it. And right. it's phenomenal. And I don't know if other games will implement it in this way, but Sony has shown the path like do this and people will appreciate it. And I could picture most Sony first party games doing it, but I'm hopeful that third parties get on board because Going back to a DualShock 4 later felt like this archaic thing. It's like, go get this filth yeah. out of my hands. Yeah, I mean, Miles Morales takes some advantage of it for sure. Um, but not, I mean, obviously, Astro's Playroom is like a, like I said, almost like a tech demo for the, you know, for the, the for the controller. So it uses like even like, you know, the, the touchpad and the the gyroscope in it, which is like, that's the stuff where as wonderful as Astro's playroom is, I could I could definitely do it without the like, oh, like tilt the controller right to make him go right stuff. You know, I'm like, just let me just let me use the stick. Like, I don't need to tilt the controller. Like, it's not 2007 anymore. Like, I get it. I know that you've got move motion controls in your controller. I understand. I don't need to do it anymore. <laughs> You know, um, but uh, but other than that, like, uh, I, I think everything about like what you're saying is like the rain was one of the, the time that it really like. Yeah, the rain uh, felt incredible. I wanted to because it was like this just like the steady like patter of rain on like a, a force vibration that felt like, OK, like it, it felt like rain. It's very tough. Like, Justin, it's very tough to explain it with words. It's something you kind of have to feel because everything you know, we're going to say is going to sound like cheesy or weird or like kind of not real but the controller is special there's a specialness to the controller so like with the rain and i don't know if it was this way i could be totally wrong but like thinking back on it it felt like every time the rain would hit the controller like different parts of the controller very small parts of it like the size of raindrops were were vibrating Mm -hmm. yeah it may not have been that way but like my brain tricked me into thinking that it was yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It felt that way when you were holding it. And yeah. also there's like this little bit of sound of the rain coming out, you know, stuff like that. So like, there's one part with springs, right? And they're like, mm-hmm. you get loaded into this, th- this thing with springs and like you can t- tilt the controller left or right. But as it's doing it, the, the microphone is making like this kind of like creaky springing noise. And it's also like the vibration is making it seem like you are like kind of stretching and closing a slinky. 
Mm -hmm. It was really cool. And like Astro's Playroom as a game itself is awesome. It's not long. It's this little platformer. It took me, what, four to five hours to platinum. Same thing for you, I think, Bobby. Yeah, yeah, about that much longer. It's a it's a love letter to PlayStation. And so if you've played uh, what was Astrobot Rescue Mission or Rescue Mm -hmm. whatever on VR, same characters in it. uh, But. Just a very good, fun platformer where you are constantly being slapped in the face with the history of PlayStation. And so you're finding artifacts which are like anywhere from the PS3 to the Resistance VR game gun. Like just little neat trinkets from Sony's history. And then all the like you'll see these dudes running around with video cameras like little Astrobot dudes. And they're always tailing somebody who's making some sort of reference to a game in PlayStation's history. And there were a couple that were like really cool. Like, yeah, I'm going to expect to see Aloy uh, from Horizon Zero Dawn. Aloy shot me in the face, Justin. I stood next to her for too long and she shot her little arrow right in my face. That's pretty cool. But there were a couple (laughs) other ones where I had to really think about what I was seeing. There were some deep cuts in there. And there was one that Bobby was like, man, there is one that you're going to absolutely love. And I was like, is it this one? He's like, no, it's not this one. I'm in this one. No, it's not, not this one. And then I finally came across it and I was like, I think this is the one he's talking about. So I'm like, what do you think that this is? And he told me and I was like, yep, that's a hundred percent. And I'm not going to spoil it because it's actually cool seeing those things. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, like for a tech demo about showing you what all the cool stuff the controller can do. Mm-hmm. I, I think it, it, bypasses that by far and just becomes a cool video game that i would love to see more of it i is. wish it was longer it's like the um the, the only reason i disagree about being longer is that i feel like i do want like a full length astro bot like platformer but i think that i want one that's not necessarily built all on sort of like the gimmick of the controller right because I, I i don't want to i didn't want like three times the springy you know tilty stuff or whatever you know um or more like i like the the monkey like climbing one is cool that was my least favorite Um, one (laughs) but about the spring one was my least favorite one i like the Um, the monkey climbing one was fine like once i understood how to do it at first i was like okay i keep hitting the triggers but he's not reaching his hand any higher and on the little video they show like somebody like moving the controller and I was like, I thought they were just doing it to show like where to where to click the what which like trigger to click. And I was like, and then I when I realized you have to like move the controller back and forth, I was like, oh, okay. So this is actually a good time to talk about the other thing that Sony is implementing here for at least plus members is their hint system. Uh yeah, the hint system, yeah. So for I'm gonna get I mean, they're saying other games are gonna have this, but I'm assuming for it's just gonna be first party to start. If you're hunting trophies or you're, you're looking for a collectible that you can't find, especially in this, we're just going to take Astro. There was like, you would hit the PS button and it would take you immediately to that little bar and it would be like, oh, you're in this level. You're at 78% completion on this level. And then you would click that and it would show you're missing one collectible and one artifact. And mm-hmm. if you can't find them, you click on that and a little video will show you exactly where it is. Yeah. So like if you're, trophy hunting like i am most of the time if i couldn't find a collectible 
I would just be like, okay, let me hit pause. Let me get my phone out. Let me type in the name of the level on YouTube and like collectible list. And then I have to scrub through and try and find like, where is this collectible I can't find? Mm-hmm. But on here, it was literally two button presses away and a short yeah. little 10 second video that was like, okay, I know exactly where this is. Yeah. And I think that's really awesome. And that's another thing that I hope third parties will implement. It, but the thing is like, the, the difficult thing is, those features are not on the Xbox. So is a third-party developer, is Ubisoft going to be like, well, we're going to take the time to do this extra work for the PlayStation version of the game that we're not doing for the Xbox version of the game? I don't know. I hope so, because I think those things are really cool, but it remains to be seen. Yeah. Um, Yeah, again, the hint system for Alshabot worked really great. I have not tried it for any other game yet. Not not even the Sony first-party, like Miles Morales or anything. So... Uh, I don't know how well they work in the, in the other ones, but for Astro Playroom, they, they were great. Um, yeah. It shows the, the potential. The potential is there yeah, for that to be a potential. really helpful system. It, it's all going to depend, like you said, on is you know Ubisoft going to spend the sort of like production time to have one of their people, maybe Kelsey, <laughs> maybe <laughs> go Kelsey. through and, 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 and find and record like little, little clips of them, like, you know, showing how to complete tasks or whatever. I do wish that I'll say this. I do wish that there, there are some hidden trophies in Astrobot, and, and you know, you can obviously go into the trophies and click two buttons and see what the trophies are, but there aren't any hints for those trophies since you can't like see them, you know, like yeah. they don't appear, they don't, they don't surface them. And I wish there were also, cause especially some of those, I wish there were especially, like there was one where I was like, I don't understand what this means. Like when I read that, like I read the description of it and then I had to go look up like, what, well, what does this mean? You know? Um, yeah. But uh, other than that, it, it was really good. Um, you know, it's not the, it's not the best showpiece for like, uh, you know, obviously the power of the console, as far as like the visual power, it's a very nice looking, you know, 3d platformer, but good lo- I mean, good load times though. Very good load times. Very, very good load times. Um, and it's like not a particularly hard game, but there are times it's it's like a one hit and you're dead situation. So there are you're you're, you're probably gonna die a few times, and so it's nice that there is. Um, you're back in there right away. Times like I had problems like the final boss for whatever reason I just had like issues, like when I was playing it. So I died a bunch of times. Um, uh, uh, and then the, when I t- the time I did it, I did it like super easily, like I didn't even get hit. But like you know, just took a lot of ramp up to it, and so. It was nice to have those very, they're very, very fast load times. It's also nice because you could like when you're going for the trophies, you can literally just like, okay, I got the last puzzle piece. Like, let me just port, let me just like open the map up and and teleport to like this other stage, and you're there in a second or whatever, um, which is really really cool. Uh, the same honestly goes for Miles Morales, which it is pretty astounding from when you hit like you hit the you hit the X button on play on Miles Morales how fast you're in like to the actual game it's like, crazy probably a second for like the initial like you know like the splash screen to come up where miles is like you know on the subway and you, it says like hit x to start or whatever but from when i hit like go on that it's maybe two to four seconds to load into the game which is just insane it's just insanely fast um uh and that game is gorgeous a really, really gorgeous game. Justin, have you been playing on performance mode or visuals mode? I've been playing on fidelity, so visuals. So, visuals. So you you turned off all the ray tracing and stuff. No, no, no. Ray tracing comes with visuals. It's performance that kills the ray tracing. 
Oh, sorry, sorry. Fidelity and performance, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I. I mean, I haven't tried it in sixty frames a second. I saw the videos for it in sixty frames a second, and I think it looks fantastic. Yeah. But that ray tracing is something else. And Spider-Man is a game that, I mean, you're swinging around. It looks great. I'll probably switch to it for a little bit. But in the beginning of the game, I really just wanted to, like, soak in those visuals. Uh, so they'll do, I think, fidelity mode is, what, locked 30 with ray tracing? Yeah. And all, ray tracing and all, like, the bells and whistles yeah. graphically turned on. Graphically. And then... Um, and native 4K as well. And yeah. And then performances go ahead justin it's just 60 frames a second and they kill the ray tracing uh things yeah. still look still still look nice but you're not going to get the reflections of yourself in the you know in the mirror or in the windows like i took a screenshot yesterday of miles like upside down in the city and part of his suit is metallic mm-hmm. and i could see the reflection of what was underneath me in his suit right like, yeah that's nice that looks real good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that I think that the the performance mode does like the like soup like the checkerboard like upscale thing. I think from from like either fourteen forty or ten eighty up to four K. So you're obviously also not getting as high a fidelity image. I believe anyway. I could be wrong about that. Um, and, and Dave uh, Crockett actually asks in our Discord. This is more of on the PS5, but thoughts on having the option to choose between performance and cinematic resolution modes. Typically, I want 60 frames per second, but I find myself obsessively switching back and forth when I don't. Um, to where I don't. Sorry. Um, to where I don't even want to see the option. Okay, so he's it's like it's like tweaking the part of his brain that won't let him like rest on on one mode or the other. Um, they've had they had modes like this on PS4 Pro, right? um and i think on the xbox one x as as well um before this generation but obviously i think we're talking about a a, a whole other leap now as far as like uh, graphical effects and, and and fidelity so um so justin how do you feel about the two modes and which one do you think you'd normally sort of like go for you know it depends on the game i think mm-hmm. god of war on the ps4 had a was one of the only games that had this type of mode and i just stuck with resolution um i thought it was a little bit jarring going to 60 frames a second and it depends like it you know some of these are going to probably be like oh you could probably get 120 eventually in some games or you could have 60 depending and like 60 is enough for me I'll probably lean visuals because I'm just a sucker for like a very good looking game. And like, I'm very used to playing on 30 frames a second in just about everything. So I haven't, I, you know, I'm not going to have to go there for certain games. A shooter, I'll probably go for 60 frames a second over something maybe like Spider-Man, where it's so fast and fluid moving anyway that 60 frames a second looks great. But I want the rest of that experience more. Yeah, so I'm a, I'm a sucker for visual stuff. So like, if ray tracing is going to be taken off, I'll probably keep ray tracing on because I I really love the way that that looks. Mark says FPS me pops. <laughs> um, I you know I I think for me, like you said, it's game dependent. I think most shooters are going to kind of like force you into a 60 frames per second mode. I don't think at least in the multiplayer side, I don't think there's going to be much of an option. Like I don't think there's going to be an option to play Black Ops. Cold War multiplayer in, in 30 frames a second. You no, know, I should think that's you a, like, want to at this point? No, no, you wouldn't want to, but I'm saying like across the board, I think that's going to be flat. I think for me, like with Spider-Man, 
I think while, while I play the story, I'm going to keep it in like the 30 frames per second, you know, like all the bells and whistles on mode. Um, and then I think at, uh, oh boy, we got some bots in the chat. Whoa. Got a lot of, we got a lot of bots in the chat. Got a lot of bots going on. Mark's taking Thank care. you very much, Mark. Mark's on it like this. Um, on it like this. Uh, thank you, Mark. Um, but once I finish the story in Miles Morales and I'm like, and then I'm on the part where I'm mopping up like the other stuff, yeah, I'm going to put on the 60 frames per second mode yeah, and just totally. like, see it. Because it does look great. I watched uh, Dan Reichert stream and he switched to 60 frames per second. I was like, whoa, like this yeah. is there's a notice Look, there's a noticeable <laughs> difference. Yeah. But I want that. I want that experience. I, I want, I want to look at, I want to see myself climbing around. Cause like right now I'm in the mode where it's like, oh, that's right. Swinging around the city feels great. Like mm -hmm. it feels so good to swing around as miles. And yeah, for, it's only been like what, two years since Spider-Man came out, but you kind of forget how good it feels. So yeah, like for me, it's just the jumping around the buildings and seeing that reflection and seeing the light, the, the way the light shines off everything is just, it's it's too good to turn off right now and you're right probably for platinum cleanup i'll i'll put it on 60 frames a second and go from there um mark says i want my frame rate to be as smooth as a baby's bottom and, and for the most part i do agree with you mark but um for a game like spider-man and especially i think I, especially right now that we have these new boxes like i want to see all of like the flash and the and the big stuff you know, and, that, and that's why I'm keeping on 30 frames. Uh, Dave says, but I s will still obsess over the modes and I wish they just took away the option. I mean, I like that there's the option because I yeah. like, uh, you know, playing so much on PC and stuff. I liked being able to like tune the experience a little bit. Um, it's crazy because I got, you know, we're talking about PlayStation right now, but I got that bright memory game on Xbox. Um, How was that? So it was like $6 or something. It's fine. Like it, 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 it it's, it's cool. But when you open up the menu and you go to graphics, it's literally just a PC graphics menu. Like it's like turn ambient occlusion on and off. Like how much, you know, how much anti-aliasing do you want? Like, do you want high, medium or low textures? Like that kind of stuff. You can turn V-Sync on and off. Like and it, it's it's crazy that, that that they just basically copied it over. Um but like I said, you, you know, Crockett, they've been doing like this sort of like performance um, visuals thing um, on the PS4 Pro for a while now. So I, I think it's going to stick around because I think they know people want it. I'm curious. I think the only way it doesn't stick around is in a couple of years when everything is just like PS5 or whatever, like and they're not making PS4 versions of games anymore do we still get like performance versus, you know, uh, fidelity? Yeah. You hope because that they can kind of wrap it all up into one thing. You would hope, but I mean, I also like think it's not a bad idea to give people a choice to be like, Hey, like we can turn all the effects on and stuff and it's gonna look really cool. Um, and if you like that, like, like you, Justin, like you were saying, like do that, you know, but it, or, but if you really like frame, rate, if you really like a high frame rate, go do a high frame rate. It's going to look a little bit worse, but man, is it going to move nicely? Well, we may um, actually have to wait until PS five pro before it's being true. able to get 60 frames <laughs> a second with ray tracing um um depending on the game of course yeah so uh i, I mean i've only played probably like 90 minutes of miles so far so i, don't, I can't speak too much but I can, and we, we don't want to go too much into it because we don't want to spoil it for anybody um it just came out and not everybody has 
PS5 yet or isn't playing on the, or, or you know they can play you can play it on PS4, but I'm betting a lot of people are waiting to play it on PS5. So um probably too much. It just it for me, I just know it looks fantastic and it feels great so far. And the little story bits they have gotten have been really nice, just like that, just like that first game. Yeah. That's kind um, of where I am with it. Um maybe three or four hours into it, and it's not a long game. It's only supposedly yeah. story will only take you like 10 hours or something like that. But it's uh it's good. It's real good. And I love Insomniac. <laughs> I think Insomniac <laughs> is might be one of my favorites. It's definitely one of my favorite studios. It might be my favorite studio. That's a crazy I, thing to say. I really like their games. A crazy thing to say. Um, uh, Green asks, if there is a PS5 Pro, when do you think it will be released? I, I am not sold on the fact that there will be a PS5 Pro. Here's the only reason I'm saying that. Because when the PS4 came out, it had a lot of technology in it that was already dated right and and they were they they kind of locked the specs of that box right before like big changes in like like memory throughput and like cpu advances and gpu advances and um hard drive advances and, and it felt like something that needed to be you know that need if it was going to have a, a seven-year lifespan needed to be sort of um updated and refreshed and i don't know right now at least i i and what they've been talking about these these boxes they have like really you know almost cutting edge tech inside of them and, and i feel like they tried to future proof them a little bit more than like they were they did six or seven years ago um if it happens i'm thinking it doesn't happen until way late in the generation but that's just me Justin. what, what do you think i think I think both console makers realize like, hey, if we release a mid a middle generation console upgrade. People will buy them. So I say we see one in about three to four years. It's and possible. Then, it's, it's very possible. You know, I mean, this um, thing is pretty be like the, the it is very beefy. It, it's powerful. So I I don't think we'll ever see an eight year window like we did on the ps3 and the 360 where like it was an extremely long time before the next set of consoles came out yeah, yeah no, but no, no. i i do think that they realize there's money to be made on people who want to upgrade like it's there yes. and we can still sell those people a console and then phase out the ps4 and everyone will have migrated to a ps5 and then we could still offer those people this still relatively new box that's not underpowered but we could offer more power in other places for people who are looking for it where maybe we do get to be able to have performance mode and fidelity mode together and it's like there's your option mm -hmm. uh so yeah i i definitely think that that's probably just the way that it's going to be now and they're like sort of adopting the phone model where we're gonna get five five point five six six point five going forward i could i could definitely see that I think too, and sort of pivoting over to the Xbox side of things, um, the reason why some of the Xbox is doing is so smart is because they kind of have a model in place now that can more easily adapt to what you're talking about, Justin, right? With the kind of phone-like payment plan thing that they have adopted, you know, for both of their boxes, much like I think they did at the end of the Xbox One generation, I think there's going to be upgrade paths for those more powerful consoles. Totally. Um, if they happen, which I think is a very smart thing for them, for them to do. Um, and I think 
I think by doing that, they give themselves a way to do it and, and not, not feel so much like they're screwing people over or whatever. Um, uh, and speaking of the Xbox, the, I, I think that the machine itself um, is extremely impressive. Um, and I will say also mentioning before we mentioned the ease of sort of the smart delivery thing, one of the other great things about the Xbox, and, and I remember when the Xbox One came out, people were kind of um, not sure about this, like a lot of things about the Xbox One, but do you remember when they announced it, like, you're never going to have to worry about where your saves are ever again. Like, you know, we're yeah. just going to, you're never even going to see them. Like, they're going to, we're going to upload them and put them in the cloud and download them when they need to be there. And we'll offload them and download them as we need to. And people are kind of like up in arms about it. Like, I want to, I want to be able to do with my saves what I want to do with my saves, you know, or all, all that, that kind of business or whatever. Um, I will tell you that transferring over console generations made that, that choice they made seven, eight years ago made the, the transfer over to this new console super easy. I didn't have to do anything. Like that's I just, nice. I turned it on. Like I, and, and it, that included all the settings too, which is another thing that Sony, like, I, I just don't understand like why they didn't have these things in place, like before the new console launch, but the Xbox literally, like I got my phone, I, it, it opened, it opened, the console came up and it was like, oh, hey, like, uh, if you have this app on your phone, like open it up and, uh, sign into your account and your, your Xbox account and put this number in just like when you, you link your shit up to anything you know, on, on a phone or, or, or to a service you're already part of. Um, just like a net, like when you signed to Netflix and it's like, Hey, go to netflix.com slash whatever. And put in these, this eight digit code. It was like the same thing. You put that code in hit go. And it went, okay, cool. Um, just give us a minute. We're going to download all your settings. And it like signed me in on the Xbox series X. It downloaded all of my settings, all of my saves and was just done. You know, like That's nice. that, that was it. It was just there and done and ready to go. I didn't have to like do like a, a like hour, a 30, 45 minute hour long, like system transfer over Wi-Fi or, 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 or decide not to do that and just download saves individually. Like it was just like, it was just there. It took me you know? an hour to download my saves. Yeah. Um, there is one thing uh, that we have to talk about with the boxes that we haven't yet, especially with the PlayStation. Okay. Storage. Oh, yes, storage, yes. Storage is a problem with the PlayStation 5. I have 10 gigabytes left. That's not a lot of gigabytes, Justin. That's not a lot of gigabytes. Last night, I was like, well, I'm going to play Cold War after I'm done with Miles because I'm going to blow through the campaign and delete it from my hard drive. Mm -hmm. I did not have Cold War installed on my hard drive when I was looking at that number. I didn't have the oh campaign installed. So I was like, let me install the campaign. And it was like, you have 10 gigs left. So I'm going to list the games that are currently on my hard drive. I have Cold War, the entirety of Cold War. I'm going to just say the entirety of all these games. Cold War, Warzone, Black, uh, sorry, Wars, Cold War, Warzone, Apex, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Spider-Man Miles Morales, um, Spelunky, Risk of Rain 2, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater remake, Bug Snacks. Is there anything else? I feel like I'm missing one. Astro. Astro's Playroom. That's it. And that gives me I mean, 10. 10. I mean, look, the storage is terrible. 10 games is not... You probably don't need more than 10 games installed right now. <laughs> 
True. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, uh, oh, Destiny. And he's right. Destiny's the one that I was missing. Oh, okay. Destiny. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I totally agree. The, I mean, the Xbox isn't like crazy get, more, but it, there's like 200, 200 more, more gigs, gigs available. Also, the, the Xbox lets you... So, you can't play Xbox Series X or Series S games off of an external hard drive, but you can transfer them there as like cold storage. Um, Peach says, Justin is just being selfish and wants it all. This is true. Um, when you play a lot of video games, you would like them all installed on your hard true. drive. Agreed. I mean, in some of those games, Justin, you could buy an external hard drive and, for the PS4 games and put them on it and, and play them off of there. Um, but with Xbox Series X, you can at least move Series X games onto that drive and use them as cold storage. Um, and, and, you know, for that way, it's at least you don't have to wait for them to download. Again, you can just transfer them back and forth. Um, but yeah, the, the, the PlayStation, especially bad for me because on my PlayStation four, I had a external hard drive hooked up to it, which was like, it's like four terabytes and I had everything on that drive. So I could play everything off of it. I could do everything off of it. Um, uh, and, uh, and, and it was great. Um, and I can similarly do that with still with all the PS4 games, but there's been some weird stuff happening with like external hard drives in the PS5 apparently, where it's like rebuilding the drive even if it doesn't get shut down improperly or something. So and I just have it unplugged until yeah. I'm gonna. I have it unplugged until I'm like, oh, I want to play this PS4 game, and then I can plug it in and, and do it if if I want to do it. But um, yeah, and and right now there's no option to expand your storage on the PS5. Which so that's the part of it. That's that's a bummer. I'm really um, surprised they didn't have the list. I mean, they're making it so you could buy third party. Um, SSD drives. Drives. Yeah, NVMe drives. Yeah, but they haven't come out with the compatible list yet, which is no. crazy because I would 100 percent be buying one right now. Absolutely. I'm, me too. Um, the Xbox Series X and S, you can buy that like two hundred dollar expansion card or whatever, which is expensive obviously it kind of fits within the pricing of what that memory goes for like just Currently, normally right yeah. now so it's not a it's not a crazy overpriced thing even though it sounds like it's really intense and that is essentially like sticking in like a second internal hard drive and it just works um which is cool but uh speaking of stuff on the xbox series x the thing of the series x is right now there are there are no new first party games to play on it right you you can crazy. there's third party games that you can play um assassin's creed watchdogs and, and some other stuff right um but no first party and microsoft stuff that, that's new um which is insane for a console launch uh but uh, the nice thing is though is that a lot of their most of their first party games that have come out in the last couple of years all have series x updates to them which make them basically you know series x games take full advantage of everything there so sea of thieves has gotten it gears five has gotten it Ori and the will of the wisps has, has gotten one um grounded a bunch of a bunch of the other their bunch of the other first party games um i played probably like two hours probably of Ori and the will of the wisps um and if you have a 120 hertz tv it will run at native 4k at 120 frames per second um if you don't have 120 hertz tv it tells you it goes oh you can't do 120 hertz but we're going to run the game at 6K at 60 frames a second and downsample it to 4K. 
So, which is just insane because <laughs> the game looks insanely good at 6K60. I mean, um, Ori and the Will of Lust Wisp looked insanely good on my 60 hertz OLED. Like, it mm-hmm. is a beautiful looking game, I think, no matter what type of monitor that you're playing it on. Yeah. So I, I, I have to download it. When I get one of these, I have to download it and take a look at it and be like, show me. Show yeah. me all the Ks. <laughs> and it runs flawlessly, which is nice thing, because it didn't run great. No. Even on not PC, run. it didn't run great when it first launched. It's so, a terrific game. Um, and... and you know, it, I, I, I've been having a lot of fun going back to it. It's a game I want to finish. So, um, just I was wrong. I was not, I was like, oh, I'm only 9% through it. I wasn't ever through it. I was like 9% through like whatever, like part of the map I was on oh, or whatever okay. at the time. I'm probably like, I'm probably like 25, 30% through it. Um, I look, I looked where I was. I like um, that game a comparison. lot. Um, so I launched that. What else? I launched? I launched Sea of Thieves. Um, and obviously if you play on PC, it's not going to be like, a, oh, my God, this looks like unbelievable, you know, but for the console version, it, it, it you know, it doubles the frame rate and it, you know, it, it runs way smoother than it did on console before. So that looks great. Um, Gears 5 looks great. Gears Tactics, which you haven't been able to play. That's the one thing that hasn't been console available before that you can play on. You can play on the Series X. So Gears Tactics is there and I booted up and I didn't play very much of it at all, but it runs really nicely and. That's where I'll probably end up playing that game. So that was cool. Um, and then I launched, uh, Andy mentioned uh, needing to find room for PUBG on the PS5. I launched it on the old Xbox Series X and it runns mwah, butterly, buttery smooth for, for uh, PUBG uh, on a console. It ran at 60 frames a second. Like it loaded in like that. And it was funny because I was playing I loaded into one match in a. I wanted to play the new map. They put on a new map, um, so I'll play the new map, and you can only play the new map in squads. So it loaded me into a squad, and I wasn't in a party, obviously. So like, fucking voice chat just starts flooding into my ears, right? Um, and I can hear the people who obviously aren't on like next generation consoles because they're like, "Oh man, I can't even see the ground yet. Where's the ground? What what built? I can't see the buildings yet. What the fuck is this?" And I'm like, I can see everything. Nothing's popping in. Everything's running smoothly. Um, it's and then I, land, I, I, I landed, picked up a gun, and then my teammate ran over to me and killed me. So that Excellent. was fun. Excellent. I reported Pu- him. PUBG remains a great video game. <laughs> but it ran very, very smoothly. Um it's also like uh, quick resume is is very cool. Quick, quick resume is something that I I thought at some point Mark Cerny had said that multiple games were going to be able to be in rest mode on the PS5. Did I make no. this up? I I I honestly thought like okay if 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 Microsoft's doing that, Sony must be doing it as well. And no, they're not, and it's super annoying. I hate it. Yeah, um, quick resume is nuts because. Uh, um, they're still working on it or or whatever, but um, uh, uh, you literally, I think up to depending on the games, you can have like six games, like in in suspended save state that you can literally like click on and it will just launch it back up immediately. Um, and the thing is too is like the, the Series X is blindingly fast, like super every every part of it is just crazy fast. Um, which is, which is very, very cool. Um, and 
I, it plays 360 games very well, Justin. <laughs> I bet it does. I mean, including the, Battlefield 3. Oh, man. I wish I could have got in there. Um, it was so funny because I, 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 EA Play is now part of um, Game Pass. Game Pass, which is great. Uh, it, it's really great. Uh, and so they've got a ton of EA games on there. Um, like every Battlefield game from 1943, like the one that Xbox Live, like arcade game they mm. put out back in the day um all the way up through battlefield 5 are are, are on there they don't have um, 2142 1942 the future one andy help me what was the 2042 name of the future? what was it 2042 2042 2042 but that was never that wasn't on console i don't believe it was 2142 Gurren says a 2142 no, that, was on, that was on console i played it i played it, it on was? 360 yeah I do not remember that. Hang on. Um, We're doing a little searching here. It was on console, Gruen says. It was on console? It was on 360 or was it on Xbox? No, the original on, Xbox. It was on 360 because I played oh, it there. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe they do and I just didn't. Maybe I, 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 yep. maybe I just missed no, it. But that's not it. Um, yep. It, it was on console. Okay. Um, but yeah, go ahead. Continue. I didn't mean to derail you. Yeah, no. So I and I jumped into a match um, uh, during the the day one when, when, one day like the, the Wednesday. So the day after I got the console, because Justin was like, "Oh, I want to play this," because Justin loves Battlefield Three. Um, and I jumped in and I jumped into Justin's favorite map and I got into a match that was like full of people, and I, and I played a, a match. I was like, "Cool, this works tonight. We can get to play it." And then we're waiting for Justin to get on, and Andy and I are on. And Andy's on his Xbox One X and I'm on the Series X and we get into a party together. First of all, when we got into like the, the 360 game, we had to re-become friends because on the on the 360 Xbox Live because it's like a different infrastructure. Um, but then we jumped in and literally nobody was playing Battlefield 3 multiplayer on anything at all. <laughs> Every server was empty. Um, which I'm going to go back in. I'm going to go back in and check that game in like a week. And like, hopefully it's populated more because I think EA, EA play just joined game pass. So people not, might not realize one of the greatest games of all time is sitting there waiting to be played. I wonder how battlefield four would run on the series, the series X battlefield four ran like shit when it was released. I know. And it like crashed every, like when that uh, building would explode, it, it would like crash so bad. everybody's uh, battlefield four was the only game I have ever had a pro a problem with the campaign. I mm. lost my save in the campaign four different times. I finally beat the campaign trying to get the platinum in one sitting. At that point, at that point I was so, I knew the ins and outs of every the first like four levels that i speed ran through it <laughs> but yeah um, I mark lost called you justin derailo justin derulo voice oh god um so yeah so that uh, series x has been mostly like it i think series x potential is much more theoretical at this point right than the ps5s is um I think when it comes down to it, PS5 ends up having like a couple, not counting the third party stuff, because you can play Valhalla and Watch Dogs on whatever console you want, right? It's not, it's not like a, it, 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 that's, that's whatever console you have. But the PS5 at launch, at least, it has Miles Morales, which is, which is, is on both, it's cross gen, but 
It has Miles Morales for you to play. It's got Astro, you know, playroom to play, which is a pack-in, which is great. Um, it's got Demon Souls, which that is just a purely exclusive PS5 game. Bug Snacks. Um, you know, it's got games for you to play on it that you can't play on other consoles. Um, um, and the, the Xbox Series X just doesn't have that so right now. For, for anybody that doesn't know this, Bugsnax is the free game on Plus this month. If you don't have a PS5, you could add it to your PS5 library just by going on to like Sony's app or anything. And you can so play it on you, PS4. Or can too. you play it on PS4? I don't think it's free yeah. on PS4 though. It is. No, it is. It I'm is? pretty sure it is. I think so. I thought it was a PS5 Plus title. I think only. if you add it to your library on PS5, um, like a, with the app, I think you can download it on PS4. Okay. I think. I could be wrong, but I, I think so. I haven't played it yet. Nope. Cody says no, it's PS5 oh, PS5 only. only. Okay. Hmm. So, but you can add it to your library. So in that way, when you yeah. have the console, it's going to be, you'll have it anyway. Uh, I have yet to play bug snacks and I honestly, I was not probably going to really give it a look, but every person I have talked to or listened to on a podcast, or I've gone on to reset era and the, the number one thread today on reset era was the ending of bug snacks. What the fuck? Apparently the <laughs> ending of that game is something. And so mm -hmm. I really want to see what, what everyone is talking about. So I don't think it's very long. I think it's like eight hours, something like that. Yeah. So I'll try bug snacks because I really want to see what the hell everyone's talking about. Yeah. I mean, it's it, Dave says I only played a bit, but my wife is horrified by bug snacks. It's a horrifying thing. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I mean, overall. Oh, and I, I think in our discord, I think was it Groon who asked which controller we liked better. Yes, which extension controller feels better? Um, and uh, I mean, it's it's tough. It's really it's tough to compare them in a lot of ways because the Xbox Series X Series S controller is basically an Xbox One controller. You know, it, it doesn't. It's not really much different. Um, it's slightly smaller. Um, like which I think gives it a, it's, it, it sits a little bit better in your hands. I think, um, it's got grippies, like the grippies on the actual triggers. So That's it's nice. got like those look, which is nice. Um, but the controller, the controller feels great. It, they're not trying to reinvent the wheel with it. It's just a slightly better Xbox one controller. I like the D pad better too. A little more clicky. I like, the, I like the, the, the D pad, the D pad better on it. Um, Whereas the PS5 controller is like, it's almost like, not quite here, but it's almost like Nintendo level of like, look at this shit we made, you know, and we're, we're like the only ones who are really going to take advantage of it, but isn't it cool? You know, like it has like that sort of vibe to it, um, which is, it's, which is neat. Like, I, I'm really happy they did it and it feels great in the hand. The vibration is good. It's got a heft to it, which is really nice. Yeah, um, it, it doesn't. It's got almost it like. Not Sorry, that the dual, not that the dual shocks ever felt like cheap, but it, you know, you could throw it on the ground and it could like it feel like it would break in half. And <laughs> <laughs> this, it it really feels different. Like, yeah, I am a, I'm a believer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I and I, I agree. Um, it has like that a uh, Switch Pro controller. Uh sort of weight to it which i think is really nice um chonky mark, as mark says mark chonky me liking a thick boy is what mark said originally hashtag thick boy nation um 
so that's really cool about it. I, I, I will say, like, I, I know it'll never happen, but I really wish Sony would just put the sticks the other way, like the Xbox way. Um, because I just prefer the sort of like separated sticks a lot more. But like one up a little higher, one down a little lower vibe that the the Xbox controllers have always had. I've always just preferred that over both sticks in the bottom of the of the controller. Um, but uh, other than that, I think I think they're both great controllers. Um, and I think that you can't go wrong with either one of them. The PS5 controller is just more special. It's just, it just it just does more interesting stuff. Um, I really, I really want to see with like the like, adaptive triggers, if they can implement like a software version of like the trigger stops, you know, on like more advanced controllers, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like be able to like, say in like the options of like call of duty, like, no, I want the trigger stop like sensitivity. So it doesn't, you don't have to pull it down as far. That, that would be so nice. Yeah. Cause I would have definitely killed a couple more people last night in cold war. If I didn't have to pull, do a full press of that controller. Yeah, and I'm wondering too. Like, I I didn't get a chance to dig to the settings. I'm wondering if there is like, like um, trigger like options in the settings. I didn't get a chance to really dig through them and look yet. Um, uh, yeah. So, but if you like the Xbox controller and you're you know you're gonna get a Series X at some point, or you're looking for a controller to get for your PC, the Series X controller is great. I, I think it's a great Xbox controller. But again, you, it it's not reinventing the wheel like at all. Uh, so that's the next gen stuff. I think like we we'll have more to talk about in the coming weeks as we play more stuff and more stuff comes out. Um, and we kind of put the consoles to their paces, I think is really what it's going to be. We still haven't like, you know, for Warzone, which is a game we play uh, quite a bit. And for apex legends, which is a game we play quite a bit. There's still no like full on PS five versions of those games. So we, um, we, we don't know how those type of games are going to feel and look when they get like their bump ups and stuff like that. So I'm excited though. Yeah, me too. It's nice too. Like stuff like the HDR is nice because it's in everything now. It's not like something that pops up when you open specific games. Um, you have to set your HDR settings once when you put, set the console up, not like randomly when I played, used to play call of duty on PS4 pro, it would just be like, Hey, you got to, you want to you want to do this HDR settings again and give me that menu, you know? And yeah. I just was I, I I just was like, why why are you making me do this again? Why don't you remember, you know, my settings or whatever? So, um, I'm like that. Um, Cody said there is there is what trigger said, settings in Call of Duty? That'd be cool. I have not thought. I mean, I just launched Cold War for the first time last night, so I didn't take it to the menus. Yeah, yeah, we just we went out from a yes, there is. Okay, is cool. Yes. That's interesting. Okay. Good to know. It's good to know. Because I do feel like the, the the trigger press was a little bit too much, I guess, in in Cold War. Yeah. Like, I feel like I had to like it's the opposite of what I want. Yeah, you had to press <laughs> it a little bit like more that. hard. Yeah. A little more Make force. me a little slower than I already am. That's what yeah. I'm really looking for. Make me make me slower, Pops. Um so uh yeah so other than that um is there any games you've been playing justin that you wanted to go over quickly um yeah i i, I i'm gonna do this very fast uh because we're running at the end of our clock here i tore through a bunch of games uh played more final fantasy 7 decided final fantasy 7 is not for me right now i i was just in the last couple of weeks just in a really weird funk with games 
Like I started, yeah. started and stopped that. Started and stopped Ghost of Shushima. Started and barely even, I barely even started Watch Dogs. Uh, just cause I was looking forward to these games so much. And like, I was like, I don't want to blow through anything. So I just put anything on my PS4 on the back burner and, uh, just kind of with thought I'll, I'll get back to this later. Uh, I did play, I am dead on steam, which is a game that I was thinking was from the way I looked at it. I was looking for something just very kind of lighthearted, kind of like in mm-hmm. that donut County vibe. And I saw the art for this, like you're dead. You have your dead dog as your companion, and you have to stop this island, this island's volcano from destroying the island. And now that you're dead, and you, you thought, have the ability to do this. This looks fun and silly and lighthearted. This looks like Donut very County. lighthearted. <laughs> so funny. Uh, but it is, it's very neat. It's kind of like a puzzly thing with, you know, interesting, you, you know, you're going in and out of these characters and like jumping in and out of memories. And to like, mm-hmm. not really doing a lot gameplay wise. But like what's happening is like you jump into somebody's memory and like the memory is all fuzzy and then you're holding the right or left trigger to like kind of like turn the memory around in a circle until it like kind of like comes into form and then like a story will play. But they all talk so slow and you're looking for clues on things and it's neat. It's charming, but it was just a little bit too slow paced. I don't think it's very long. I'm probably like a third through the game and I only put like an hour and a half into it. I'll probably end up finishing it, but just like, wasn't exactly what I was looking for. Uh, and that's really, that's really what I put time into other than like battle Royales and stuff. Like a couple other things mm-hmm. I checked out, but not enough to like form a concrete opinion on just yet. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, I got my first clear in Hades. Yeah. That was like right before I left to go on vacation um and i really i haven't like really touched it since because i went on vacation and then got back and all and it was just new console palooza as soon as i walked in the door so i um uh, go ahead i haven't had time to really go back i cleared it with the gun uh and i had like a really i had a really good loadout specifically for like hades because his whole second phase he like stops moving for a while and just stands in one place and i had a cast that was just like at a cast and, the, and it, obviously the special with the gun is like that bomb yeah so i had like the three bomb thing um and a cast that was like a, and a triple cast that was like the drunken whatever thing so i was or no it was like the weak thing so i was like i was throwing the weak out and then just dropping three bombs on him and then like dodging around and it was just he was chunking down real real fast um that felt good i finally beat it i gotta i gotta like just get not get just get back into it sit down and just play more of it it's just tough to pull myself away from the other consoles right now I, uh, you have something you want to say about hades yeah i since we last podcasted i finished the 10 runs to like get okay. credits on the game mm-hmm. and uh i've decided i'm stopping there uh it it can keep going but i'm 100 percent going to play this on my tv when it comes right. out for ps5 or whatever so i've decided i'm gonna 100 percent that game then and I'll have more to say about Hades at the end of the year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and then other than that, I didn't, re- haven't really done too much. Oh, I played a little bit last night of that new harmonics game in quotes, Fuser. Um, and Justin, I know you wanted me to explain the game to you. So why don't you ask me some questions? What is Fuser? So Fuser is a rhythm game. Um, from Harmonix, people who made 
You might know the little game called Rock Band or um, Dance Central. Uh, or the more pertinent game to this game would probably be a card game they released a few years ago called Drop Mix. Do you remember that game, Justin? Yeah. So um, the premise of Fuser is you're a DJ and you are playing like these sets or whatever. And you uh, on the screen, you've got like a, like a console in front of you that has four like record spots for records on it. Basically four slots. Okay. Um, and every track and you have like a, basically what they call like a case of records, basically uh, you're like a digital case of records. that has like a song, a bunch of songs. So I think you can have like 20, I think it's like somewhere around 20. Maybe it's more than that. 20 songs like in your case that you bring onto a gig or whatever. And um, when, when you start out, you just got kind of like crowd noise and then going on. And then for each of the four slots, each slot is a different part of a song. So there's like the, the drum and bass part, like the rhythm, the beat of the song um, is one is one record. Then there's like, the like main instrumental, the main instrument part of it. And then there's the secondary instrument part, which secondary instrument could be backup guitar, keyboard. It could be backing vocals. Um, and then you've got the main vocals record and you can literally, I can go like, so let me give you an, let me give you an exact example. Okay. I've got never going to give you up by Rick Astley, right? I can take the, let's say, like beat like the drum and the drum and bass beat of never going to give you up and put it on my first record slot. So it starts playing the, like the, like, you know, like the rhythm of never going to give you up. And then I'm like, okay, now I've got, um, the guitar part from, uh, hot stuff by Donna summer. And then I've got the backing vocals from happy by Pharrell and as, as my secondary instrument, and then on the main vocals, I've got Bad Guy by Billie Eilish, right? And the game will uh, beat match and pitch match like the, the four different parts um, and play this new like mix you've got, of, uh, you've got of the song. And when you're in sort of like the campaign, like story mode mission, not the freestyle mode, it basically is giving you instructions like, Okay, you need to drop like on this one. You can only do pop records, um, and it's gonna give and it pops on the side like okay, like uh, drop a like change up the vocals, change up the guitar part, change up the 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 beat or whatever, um, and you want to ch change them up on like the downbeat of of the songs, and it, it, it gives you like a meter at the top where it's like okay, on this song you see like a like basically a little line going across where it measures like on the timing of the song and you want to hit the change like on the downbeat of the song. So when it changes, it sounds right. It sounds like, you know, you're coming in right when the vocals start or right when the next guitar part starts. And it's not like crossing over the two things. I mean, you do stuff like that, you know, the crowd gets more interested, you get more points. And if you keep changing and progressing the mix, you also get um, more points and more crowd engagement. Uh, you can make what I would call absolute nightmares of, of songs, which just don't go together at all. Um, but you can make some like very cool 
mixes. Um, Justin, do you remember the group group, the artist Girl Talk? Yes, very well. It's, it's sort, sort this of game like remind, yeah. It's what I was sort thinking of, like of that. yeah this whole time. Yeah. That sounds yeah. awesome. How much does this cost? Yeah. It's a full price video game, Justin. And you got it on Steam? No, I got it on PS5. Actually, it's on PS5. Yeah, I mean, it's on PS. It's not a PS5 version of the game. It's a PS4 version of the game, I but to, I got I it on to, PS5. I might have to try this. Um, it also has. I guess you can play multiplayer because it has like cross. It asked you like, do you want to enable cross play? And I was like, okay. <laughs> So the thing is, this would be a really cool game to stream to show people, except. Except, yes, it would destroy our channel immediately. Immediately. <laughs> we, would get, we would get taken down immediately. Yeah. Um, so I may like uh, record like a video of it and put it up on YouTube because YouTube, you know, it'll, it'll you'll get like, hey, this is copyright music. But they're like, you just can't make money off of it, which is totally fine. But I would like to do We're a not. video of it because it's fun and it would be a fun thing to like explain and, and play. Uh, I think, uh, peaches, it sounds really interesting. It is really interesting. I don't know how well it's going to do. I don't know what, what, how people are feeling about rhythm games, but like, um, you know, I brought like different people from my family in. like, I was like, Hey, look at this thing. And they were all like, that is really cool. And my son went nuts for it. He was like dancing around and like, telling me to pick like, he, like the songs that he knew you know, he was like, Daddy, do Can't Stop the Feeling. And then I'd mix Can't Stop the Feeling with like um, Happy and all this kind of stuff. And he would like get like super into it. It was that was a lot of fun. Um, but and it feels good. Like you can like um, when you're playing in the freestyle mode that, that that you can just do whatever you want the whole time. And that one has a tool in it where you can like you can hit like, OK, like. Rant like, OK, smartly match up all the pitch and the beat. And it will do like a drop. It will like slow everything down and then the music will go away for a second and then it will like drop it back in all like the right timing. That's really cool. And it just feels really cool. I mean, and you I... can queue up next, like the next parts of songs. So you go like, okay, like right now I have the vocals for bad guy, but I want like the Rick Astley never going to give you up like to come in like on the drop. So you queue it up and then you just like hit the button and it like, on the beat and it switches everything and all of a sudden it's doing the next thing is really cool. Um, so you're Anna Kendrick's character, Becca from Pitch Perfect. I'm already more attracted to you. Yes, Mark. I am just like Anna Kendrick's character from Pitch Perfect. I love Anna Kendrick. I love Girl Talk. So this sounds so much like Girl Talk. I'm going to enjoy this. I have to show this to Laz because Laz is the one that told me uh, about Girl Talk. Oh, yeah. Um, I got to show it to Jackie and Jay because they're the ones who told me about Girl Talk. <laughs> Um, it's really cool. It's really, really cool. And like, it, I, I think that, you know, it's much more of a fun music tool than it is a game. You know, there is a game part, like I said, there's a progression to it. You can do it and you do unlock, you get like digital current, you get like in-game currency and there's like songs to unlock in it. Um, so, uh, there is a reason to play through the progression and get those things. And they also have a DLC store like already, um, up. Uh, it works sound, the same way as Rock Band. That sounds dangerous. Yeah, I think right now you can buy the entire store for like forty dollars or something, and they have like a, they have like a pack for that. All right, um, I'm gonna have to take a look at this. Yeah, you should. You should take a look at it. Uh, I put a clip on my Twitter the other day, um, and uh, it, it was like my my son was like directing the mix or whatever that I was putting together. Um, but it was like a lot of fun. 
Um, that sounds cool. Yeah, I'm gonna gonna quickly. I'm gonna share that link in our chat. We can see it really quick. And this was like very simple. I wasn't doing a lot of stuff with it. Um, but I put it in chat. Um, I have a blood grudge against girl talk and super and super mash bros. Okay. Okay, Mark. And we'll, we'll um, talk about that later, Mark. Yeah, and uh, Crocus, I'm having flashbacks to seeing Girl Talk live in college. Uh, that sounds like that would have been really cool. I never saw Girl Talk live, but it what the game is cool. So I, I got to put more time into it. I, you know, I've only put like an hour into it or something, um, but it's very chill, very fun. Um, and there, there was that like whole moments where I was like, you know, I'm like messing around, I'm, like putting different things in there. And I'm like, you hit, sometimes you hit like those moments where you're like, this sounds really good. Like, I don't know wh like, what is about this combination. But it sounds really good. And you can, if you're just up on the D-pad while you have like a something laid out, it takes a snapshot of the mix you have going at the moment. And you can load that back up whenever you want. So you can say like, okay, like, uh, give me back, you know, my the mix I had with all these, like these four tracks that were working really well together. Just put them back together for my, to be my starting point or whatever. So it's a cool game. I hope, it, right. I hope it's successful for them. Me too. A drop mix always sounded really cool to me, but I was like, I didn't want to buy the whole thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. So that's it. That's all. That's what I've been playing, Justin. Sounds Excuse great. We didn't talk about the new season of Apex, which just seems very. It's just very cool so far. Yeah, we'll get more. The new map into is that. is very neat. We'll probably talk um, more about that next next time we get together. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna be playing a bunch of it on. Sunday during our Sunday. extra live stream. That's right. Which, if things continue the way they're going, Justin will be streaming. <laughs> if my internet keeps going the way it's going, so that's fine. We can I can stream it out, and everyone can see me panic when we're like, "Let's switch to PC stuff," and I literally light myself <laughs> on fire because I don't want to deal with having to switch scenes. <laughs> hmm. But yeah, we'll get uh, it all together. If that if it ends up being that way, Justin, we'll get it all together before we go live. So it's nice and easy for you to switch. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll be streaming this Sunday from mm -hmm. nine o'clock Eastern until about five o'clock. Uh, I almost said Pacific five o'clock Eastern. <laughs> what a weird, what a weird decision. <laughs> I was going to say PM and the word Pacific was coming out of my mouth. And I'm like, no, stop. <laughs> um, 9 a.m. Yeah. Uh, Eastern to not to 5 p.m. Uh, Eastern. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, we're going to put a full day of work in and we're going to be raising money for Extra Life. Uh, so mm -hmm. we hope that you will come and donate for a good cause. And we'll be spreading the word about that on our Twitter all week. Um, and yeah, please uh, please come and hang out with us. We're going to be playing a bunch of different games. We're going to be playing some Apex. We're going to be playing some Phasmophobia. Yeah. That's, that'll be fun. That'll be something. Uh, and then we got uh, a couple other games that we're we're gonna be throwing in there. Uh, probably some that we probably won't stay with for a very long time. But like, I would very much like to play more Spelunky with Bobby, so I could get him in the mm -hmm. back with a shotgun again. Uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we'll uh, we'll we'll see uh, we'll see what else we we're gonna try and play a game of a couple of games of Among Us as well. So yes. if you'd like to come hang out and play Among Us with us, uh, just let us know in the Discord. And you can join yeah. our Discord. Uh, link is I'm gonna post it right now. I got it. But yeah, I did please it. look forward to that. 
Yes. Um, and I, I just, I talked, I talked to, uh, uh, Cody and Mark, um, and their game to play something with us that day. We can just get the time together. So. Awesome. Maybe they'll play, they'll play Among Us with us. Maybe some Deep Rock Galactic. We'll see. I, I know that some people would like to join us for Phasmophobia. I've, I am already been, open. I've, I've already been asked, is there room for us? So, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll set all be. that up. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. I'm interested to see how you react to it. <laughs> you're, not the, you're not the first person to tell me that in the last week. Well, because you don't like playing horror games. No, I don't. Um, and I'm interested how scared you may become at moments, or if not scared at all. If you just get angry, I don't know what it's going to be. So that's why I'm interested to see what, what it's like. Um, we shall yeah. see. We'll see on Sunday. We, I will turn the jump scares back on, Mark. <laughs> well, if it's on my end. doesn't matter. Then... It's through Streamlabs, so it doesn't oh. matter. You'll All be right. able to hear it, though. Fantastic. <laughs> Forgot about the jump scares. Fuck. <laughs> Everybody get ready. I'll make sure Justin ha is monitoring the alerts so he can hear them. Don't worry about it. It will be fine. It will be fine. Um, but yeah, that's going to do it for our podcast for this week. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash misadventureland. If you're listening to this, you know, in podcast form and audio form on your favorite podcasting service and you want to watch us live, we try to be every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. We do the podcast live. This week is the game show. Next week, we'll be back to our um, panels and pictures, our comic book and comic book related show. Reminds me, I have to finish reading um, those Hickman X-Men books for that. Yes, and I think do. we're going to, last time we ranked the MCU, I think this time we're going to rank the non-MCU Marvel movies that have come out since Blade. So that should be very interesting to do. That's going to be um, a discussion. I've got a couple to catch up on before we record. So I have one to watch. I'll be watching two bad movies and one good one. Um, <laughs> so when we when we do that, so we'll, we'll see about that. Um and yeah, and then uh, follow me on Twitter at Bobby Shortle. Follow Justin at Justin underscore says underscore hey on Twitter. Um, uh, not at Parkley76, like it says if you're watching the stream. If you're not right watching now. the stream. Sorry, we're using an old scene. We had to do this very yeah. quickly. Yes. Um, yes, the family classic Deadpool 2. <laughs> Mark. That's a funny story, which I will tell. I'll tell that story next week on the actual comic book show. The story of the Deadpool in my family. Um, but uh, that's going to do it for this show. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Bobby. And thank you to everybody who's been watching and listening. Until next time, be good to one another. Later. These two great friends agree a lot, but when they don't, then the shit gets hot. Though there's C plus in their gameplay, their comedy.